first several months is kind of a blur. I remember obsessing over like, is something wrong with my brain? You know, I, I probably killed those guys in my head, you know, a million times. But at the same time, it was just beautiful. Now I for sure see it as a gift. I get great comfort knowing that the universe is math. Everything literally is math. In the 90s, it was the booming times for futons. You could own a futon store and do really, really well. The economy was doing well and the margins were good. It was the golden age of futons in the 90s, for sure. I was a completely different person back then. I worked out six to seven days a week and I had, I had a spiked hair on top and a mullet and literally everything revolved around partying and chasing girls and, and goofing off. I had been to this little karaoke bar before. That night, I went there, uh, wound up singing a song, had a Coke, uh, and left. As I walked outside, two guys, they're walking behind me. One of them just smashed me right in the back of the head. For a moment, I didn't know where I was, how I got where I was, and everything was spinning, and I was getting kicked in the face and punched. I remember this feeling of, I am alone, nobody's gonna help. that attack i went to the hospital they diagnosed me with like a concussion a bleeding kidney and sent me home the next morning uh, everything was different ocd came on instantly uh, i remember washing my hands for some reason and then drying my hands and then thinking wait a second that towel was dirty I'm washing my hands again and getting a clean towel and then realizing wait a second i didn't clean the knob so then cleaning that, before I knew it, I had washed my hands like 20 times in less than half an hour. I knew it was silly, but I still felt this compulsion to do it. I was really depressed. I didn't want to be out in public. I remember hammering like three layers of blankets over every single window in my house so that not a beam of light would come in. I would go out like to get groceries. And I would only leave at nighttime because there was fewer people. I remember sleeping almost for three days and waking up and just trying to make myself go back to sleep. We have this, this knowledge. This, the brain is capable of calculating these amazing things. And some of those insights that, that are not normally insights because we don't have conscious access to them um, could be the kinds of things that we gain conscious access to um, in certain cases of brain injury. There was an article in 1967 by a psychologist who described a, a young lad who had been shot in the head and survived. And after that, he developed some particular mechanical and other spatial skills. And it, it was written up as an acquired savant. Well, I began to research what we know about the condition to that point. I was inundated with, with uh, inquiries and new cases. So I presently have about 70 cases of acquired savant syndrome from around the world. John Sarkin 
is a, uh, a chiropractor who had a stroke and has become a, an artist and has his own gallery now. Orlando Sorrell, who was hit in the head by a baseball at age 10, and following that, was able to do a calendar calculating, which is the ability to tell you what day of the week a particular date will fall on in the past or in the future. Alonzo Clemens had a severe fall, and then he went on to do his marvelous work now as a sculptor. When this new ability emerges, whatever it is, it, it's an all-consuming interest, and it takes over the person's life. So it becomes as much of a force as a gift because they can't turn it off. It was a very dark, bleak time, but at the same time, there was this beauty to the universe and to, to the way things moved that I had never seen before. I remember looking at water going down the drain and being absolutely instantly fascinated with it. It looked like these little tangent lines that were rotating and getting tinier as it, as it went down. The smoothness of the water was gone. And then when I would see things on TV or on the wall or anywhere in the world, I would notice the exact same shapes all over the place. It's literally everywhere. One day I left the house and I saw the sun. And I realized that I hadn't seen the sun. And it had to have been like three or four months. My brain was overstimulated. I was noticing everything that I hadn't noticed before. The clouds and water and light bouncing off water. Raindrops hitting a puddle and watching all the raindrops overlap each other to create these new waves. I knew it was math and I knew it was all related to pi. One day I drew just the basic concept, you know, like I, I subdivided a circle into like eight pieces and then like 12 pieces just to get the idea across. As I drew, it became very therapeutic. It's like the one time that all the stuff that is going on in my head kind of goes away. You know, I forget about germs. I forget about everything and nothing exists but what I'm doing. It was very different having both of these feelings at the same time, you know, being so depressed, but at the same time being so happy about that one aspect of life. But at the same time, I was also, you know, doubting myself too. What if I'm that guy who thinks I see everything as a portion, as pieces of pie, and I'm the only one that sees it and it's not real? I got a email from Jason Padgett. He was wondering, am I losing my mind? You know, am I going crazy? When he contacted me, I thought that maybe he would fit into a group study on synesthesia. Synesthesia is a special uh, blending of, of the senses or streams within one sense. To hear a picture or uh, uh, to see a sound. Jason Padgett's synesthesia is unique. So the way that he sees the... The world is in terms of geometrical patterns, but then he also has those geometrical patterns in response to mathematical formulas. So he became his own case study because we thought his condition was very interesting. 
fMRI is a kind of brain scan that measures the amount of oxygen in the blood in different areas of the brain. They put me in the machine. They would have a little screen in front of me, even though I'm in that little tube. So we were in a random order showing formulas that would induce his synesthetic images and then dummy formulas that did not induce synesthesia. We saw very left-sided activity on the top of the head, which is involved in mathematical activity, and some in the frontal areas of the brain. Jason Nissen acquires Savon. In the mugging, there was some brain damage, and then there was recruitment of intact cortical uh, tissue elsewhere, rewiring to that, and then release of this mathematical uh, dormant potential. It was a relief. I've worried a lot over whether this was something that would eventually be fatal or could eventually cause, you know, dementia and all sorts of other problems that we now find are associated with brain injuries. What really changed everything was going back to school. I still had OCD really badly. The first day coming into class, I had a suitcase and I had bleach wipes and all this stuff and I cleaned off the entire table and the chairs. And my teacher graphed an equation. And I said, do you mean all these equations you can graph into a shape? And she goes, yes. And I go, then we are talking about the same thing just in two different ways. Jason is one of the most memorable students I have ever had. He was seeing these things which exist in the world, but he didn't have the mathematical vocabulary to communicate them to other people clearly. He could not stop drawing these things because he was so desperate to communicate it to somebody else. It gave me an outlet to talk to somebody who knew what they were doing in a traditional math sense. And it wasn't just going back to school to learn stuff. By going back to school, it made me come back out into the world. Within just a few days, um, I was in the cafeteria drawing, and that was when I met my wife. We started going out, which meant I was coming out into the world regularly, and I was going to school. It broke me out of that depression. It gave me something bright to look forward to in life. From that point on, everything just changed for the better, dramatically. The brain comes loaded with all sorts of factory-installed software to which most of us don't have access. A major question that, that faces us with acquired savant syndrome is how can one uh, tap that uh, dormant potential without having a head injury or some kind of central nervous system incident? We know what goes, goes on when people have a brain injury, more or less, but we could use some kind of simulation, maybe predict uh, what it is that sometimes gives rise to savant skills or synesthesia. There's also the possibility of using transcranial magnetic stimulation, which is a big magnet that you put on the top of the head so you can simulate a lesion in the brain to induce special skills in people who don't have those skills. Just like religion gives a lot of people solace, math does that to me. Now I, I, I for sure see it as a gift, absolutely. If all these events hadn't happened, you know, I wouldn't have met my wife, wouldn't have my, my children now. I feel very lucky. Am I gonna discover some 
new wonderful thing it is possible but what it looks like the real benefit of this is going to be is my ability to connect i feel i will have a much larger impact by getting more people to go into science and math and or even just understand it on a slightly higher level that will change things in a much greater way than just finding one new theorem